0: Feet all the time, my Lord. I need you, there. you are my.
1: What an inspiring Filipino music. Lalo lalo na ngayong panahon kinakaharap natin crisis. Yan po ang ating unang panauhin, Mr. Basil Valdez. Sana ay enjoy nyo ang unang kantang pinatugtog namin para sa inyong lahat. Magandang hapon, mga kapuso, kapamilya, kabayan, katropa.
2: Kayo sa 103.1 FM.
1: Pwede din makinig sa Digital EBI World o live streaming sa 5EBI.com.au o isearch ang 5EBI sa inyong radio app o sa Spotify app at sa inyong mga mobile phones at computers.
2: Kami po ang inyong tropang Pinoy at tropang Pinay na maghahatid sa inyong ng konting impormasyon kwento at saya sa pamamagitan ng programang Halo-Halo Special ngayong Huwebes ng hapon.
1: Ako po ng inyong Tropang Pinay, Nonic Fajardo, Tubong Bulacan at ngayon ay naninirahan sa Woodville
2: South. Ako naman po ang inyong Tropang Pinoy, Jim Segusio, Tubong Baguio City at ngayon at ay naninirahan sa Lights View.
1: Kami po ay makakapiling ninyo sa susunod na isang oras ngayong Muebes at 13 na Agosto. At ang ating pong paksa ngayon ay pagsubok sa gitna ng pandemya Dito sa Australia, we are healthy and humbled of our geography and the timing of the outbreak. Ang ating pong gobyerno, ang mga desisyon na kanilang ginawa has been very very good at maganda po ang naging outcome so far. Pero naiintindihan natin, not many people out there are as fortunate as we are here in Adelaide at the moment.
2: It is sad to say that Victoria is on its stage 4 restrictions, currently in its worst time. Stay at home, mandatory use of masks, curfews are enforced, and it is important to understand why such restrictions are strictly in place and all efforts employed to combat this crisis. It is still a long way to go, but we can beat this as long as everyone works hand in hand. We are all in this together.
1: Tama ka, Tropang Jim. At mga listeners, ito po ay first time namin dito sa time slot ng programong Halo Halo Special, at very fitting dahil meron tayong espesyal na guest for today.
2: Yes, Tropang Lonik. At nabanggit mo nga na ang topic natin ngayong hapon ay tungkol sa pagsubok or trials or challenges, especially at this time of pandemia. Pero bagong lahat, gusto ko lang iparating ang taus-pusong pagbati ng advance Happy Birthday to our Katropang Bernadette Kamiling on the 21st of August.
1: Magandang kaarawan sa iyo, Katropang Dep. Ang pangalawang kantang nabunot namin sa Tambiolo I dedicated to one and all especially to our birthday celebrants.
2: To start with, may I introduce to you Eunice Lopez Kalimking. Eunice is a frontliner and has been working as a registered nurse for the last 35 years. She's married to Primo and they are blessed with five children, four boys and one girl. Eunice and Primo are enjoying their three grandkids, all under five years old. She and her family lived in America for over 40 years now. Okay, good afternoon from our side of the world. Eunice, welcome to Australian Airwaves Radio Filipino. Halo, halo, especial.
3: Thank you. Thank you for inviting me to your show. Good That's afternoon okay. to everyone who's listening right now.
2: Yes, and uh, of course, we have these uh, different time zones. Okay, uh-huh. Good afternoon from here. And saying
3: you is good evening. Good evening. Uh-huh. Good evening, good night. <laughs> yes. Yeah.
1: Okay, so let's
3: start with our
1: questions, huh? Are <laughs> we ready? Mm-hmm. So, tropang Jim, ikaw bang ba unang magtatanong? Oh, oh, <laughs> Ayo, sige,
2: ako na So, Tropang Unis, kailan at paano mo nalaman na you were positive with the coronavirus? Mm,
3: this happened in May. So it was a full height of springtime, so allergies is really uh, on the go. So the first symptoms that I felt, which at that time I didn't even realize it was COVID, was very mild. Uh, It started off with uh, itchy eyes, you know, uh, stuffy nose that goes in and out. And, you know, I hardly felt any uh, shortness of breath, nothing like that. So I didn't even think it was Mm -hmm. about COVID. But as days went by, the symptoms just became uh, more serious. Day by day by day, symptoms, you know, developed until the time when it felt like a baseball bat beat me up many, many times. And that's when I felt that I knew I had COVID followed by fever. So oh, days, days, Are you needs? Well, my first symptom, as far as I can remember, was uh, April 28th. Okay. But of course, back then, I didn't realize it yes, was COVID. Okay. It was just simple symptoms. And then two days later, very bad headaches, which still, I didn't even relate it to COVID because I get headaches all the time. Yep. So I take pain relievers and stuff like that. And you know, the virus is very tricky because it plays around with you. It mm-hmm. makes you think that it's nothing. Oh. So it goes away, it comes back. And to speed it up on the fourth day, that's when I felt the baseball bat beating me up. My whole body hurts and you just don't feel good at all. It's uh, to a point where it's, you feel it from head all the way down to your toe. So motrin, like always. And then the next day, fever. I woke up with a very bad fever mm-hmm. you know the chills the chills were 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 unbearable and to top it all you know it was confirmed with a covid testing which turned out to be positive mm-hmm. being a healthcare worker i always think that oh this is going to go away i'm just going to quarantine myself isolate myself and it's going to go away by itself but no i was wrong cuz every day a new symptom develops you know you lose your taste you lose your smell Mm -hmm. and then you just don't have any appetite to eat or drink at all and if you try to eat vomiting and diarrhea comes along with it which it did and then Mm -hmm. all those things and the fever didn't go away you know you take the Tylenol. it says every four hours it relieves it a little bit but it doesn't really take it away and you feel it in your body that it's eating you Mm up. so every day you feel weaker and weaker because first of all you're not eating you're not drinking Mm The worst part of it is when you start feeling chest pains. Mm-hmm. It's like the, the walls are closing in on you and breathing is getting harder and harder mm-hmm. to do. But I could still breathe, you know. I can still, I still feel air coming into my lungs. On the sixth day, I couldn't get up anymore mm-hmm. because it feels like it has eaten up my body. Although my mind is really strong, you know, like fight it, fight it, fight it. You can beat this. But the body is doing the opposite. The virus is just eating you up and it's taking over your whole body. So being in isolation, there's really nothing your family can do for you, but, you know, check on you mm-hmm. by FaceTime. And, you but you know, were not
1: admitted in the hospital yet. you still, still at
3: home. You know, i was still at home because I have the very strong belief that I can treat myself. You yes, know, that yes, I'm going to yes, get I'm through this. Self. I'm going to get through this. I'm just going to let the virus shed itself and eventually it's going to go away. Hmm. But it didn't do that to me because it put me down. And uh, when the day came that I couldn't breathe anymore, that's when my family was alarmed because I wasn't picking up the food and the drinks that they were putting at my door, which I used to Hmm. because I still have the strength to get up and go get it. But that whole day, the food and the stuff that they were putting at my door piled up. So that said something to them that you better go check on your mom. Mm-hmm. So one of my kids covered himself up and uh, bravely went into my room to check on me and uh, he said he was scared because he thought I was dying. Mm-hmm. So that's when they called 911 and mm-hmm. the paramedics came to pick me up and that's when I knew it was it was bad. The development went really fast because it mm-hmm. took me down in a matter of uh, Five six days, Mm -hmm. so it wasn't an easy time for me and my family because, first of all, Mm -hmm. suffering you do it on your own, Mm -hmm. nobody can really be there to help you. You know, I was actually crawling out of bed to make it to the bathroom because Mm -hmm. I was trying to vomit and I was trying to have you know diarrhea together at the same time, Mm -hmm. and uh, the worst thing that could happen, I was thinking, is doing it on the bed, which is Mm -hmm. not. Very, very good. <laughs> so, yeah, that's where all that's where it all started.
1: Mm-hmm. So it sounds like, lahat ng symptoms na sa
3: because I from what I heard, iba, iba ang symptoms. Yeah, tutuoyon. You know, if there was a checklist of symptoms, uh, you know, under COVID nineteen, I would have checked maybe ninety-five percent of it. I was one step getting to be intubated you know which mm-hmm. i am so grateful that it didn't come to that yeah, point lucky. you're so lucky yeah, yeah.
1: Mm-hmm. so what is actually the common symptom talaga lang mm-hmm. yung like okay if you if you
3: have this that is definitely you know um, the most common symptoms that's outlined by CDC when um when covid-19 first came out are the ba- uh, are the basic ones um dry cough, Mm -hmm. shortness of breath, you know, fever and uh, body pains and aches. Mm -hmm. As they study COVID-19, as so many cases starts to emerge, Mm -hmm. you know, the symptoms starts to become complex Mm -hmm. and it becomes complex and the symptoms are getting more and more, you know, visible and obvious to a lot of people. As you said, uh, COVID-19 a lot of people get it, but not everybody reacts the same way. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. they can be asymptomatic
2: it. too, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes,
3: we, yes, symptomatic. They're walking around not knowing they have it, mm-hmm. but it's like I said, at first you wouldn't think it's COVID because the symptoms are very mild. Sometimes it's just a mere headache. Mm-hmm. And, uh, cause yeah. And because I hear a lot of people say that.
4: Mm-hmm. Mm.
3: that they 're having a headache, not knowing that it 's um, the covid nineteen already, so when
1: you were there and finally admitted and of course isolated from the family you know what is it that you have in your mind because you know being a nurse, you know everything about the virus, mm-hmm. but then when you know yeah. you' totally being hit by the yeah
3: virus itself
2: especially that well, when you, the families not coming over to mm-hmm. visit you
3: yeah that was the greatest fear I had when I was hospitalized the first thing that came in my mind is is this the end of me mm-hmm. you know I asked my doctor I asked the nurses am I going to make it out here alive mm-hmm. -hmm. And I keep asking them, you know, how long am I going to stay here? Am I going to be able to get out and see my family again? Or, and, um, you know, they can't really tell you what's going on because they themselves don't know. Yes. You know, uh, they're only there uh, treating the symptoms that you have, like trying to get the fever down and trying to make you breathe Mm -hmm. because that's the main thing is for them to make you breathe. Otherwise, if you don't breathe, of course, yeah. you die. Mm-hmm. So I was under the impression that I will never see my family mm-hmm. again because of uh, in my situation, I'm on the other side of the table.
1: Mm-hmm. When I was
3: working as a nurse, I see my patients. Yes. And now I am the patient. Mm-hmm. And it's hard because being sick, you're alone. And whatever happens to you, if you die or if worse comes to worse, if you get intubated and you're going to be isolated in an mm-hmm. ICU ward, your family is the the people that's going to suffer. I was very worried, very, very worried. Not for myself, because mm-hmm. I'm, I was already sick. Mm-hmm. And I, I didn't have to worry about myself getting sick because I'm already sick. All I have to do is deal with it. Mm-hmm. But my greatest worry was my family if I transmitted it to them. Mm-hmm. And I couldn't bear to think that everyone in my family is going to be sick too, because th- that's going to be... Uh, Disaster! It's it's a devastation for the whole family if um, everyone because there are families that get it all of them, Mm -hmm. and in some cases, a few members um, pass away. So I was under the mercy of the healthcare workers, which at that time I appreciated them because Mm -hmm. I have never realized how much healthcare workers, Mm -hmm. what they do until I became a patient. Mm
4: -hmm. You
3: know because. The doctors and the nurses and everyone else that try to uh, mm. contribute to your wellness—they're—they're they're brave,
2: you yes. know. Going in
3: a room where you know that a COVID patient is going to make you sick too—it's yes. is, is, is very courageous. That's a lot of courage. Mm. And uh, one thing I—I um, I appreciated is they treated you with dignity yes. and respect, mm-hmm. you know, because a lot of people would think that, oh my gosh, she's got COVID, I'm not going in there. Exactly, yes. but. Yeah, but no, they, they were very helpful, although they didn't come in my room very often, which I understand because yeah. being a COVID patient, you don't expect them to be popping inside your room every now and then. They would only go there when they need to. Mm-hmm. And I looked forward to them coming to my room. That's how bad it was. I was counting the times when, oh my God, is it time for my doctor to be here because mm-hmm. I needed someone to talk to? Mm-hmm. It was very lonely. It was very dark.
5: Just what is it in me?
4: Sometimes I just don't know What
2: keeps me in your love
4: Why you never let
2: me go
0: And though you're in me now I fall and hurt you still My Lord, please show me how To know just how you feel You have forgiven me Too many times it seems I feel I'm not what you might call A worthy Christian after all And though I love you so Temptation finds its way to
3: from them that you're getting better it's gonna be okay you know those words alone when you hear it Mm from anyone Mm -hmm. it uplifts your spirit that's how bad it was being in the hospital and knowing that i wasn't the only covid patient there there was a lot
2: it must be a very horrifying experience Mm -hmm.
3: it's a very horrifying one very horrifying it's devastating and uh, it's uncertain. You don't know what's coming. You don't know if tomorrow we will wake up or not anymore.
2: So you yeah. were not admitted uh, sa ICU, no?
3: the icu was so full uh-huh. when i was in the hospital yes. mm. so they were prioritizing the people with the ventilators
4: yes, oh, yes. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. so
3: i was in the imc i don't know if uh, you're familiar with imc it's called it's the it's the step down oh, icu we call okay. it
2: step down icu here yeah mm-hmm.
4: yeah
3: okay that that's we call it imc but it's the same uh, it's just similar know, to own.
2: similar with icu mm-hmm. I, mismo. I know one-on-one oh, and okay. I know.
3: So, but with this one, you're, uh, you're in the room on your own as well. I have my own room. It was a yeah. very nice room, Elias, because the rooms, um, they're oh. private rooms and the rooms, if, if you were not sick with COVID, uh, it would be a uh, comfortable room, yes. you know, but mm. it, it would be like a, like a resort room mm. because the hospital where they brought me was a brand new hospital. Mm. It was a high-tech hospital. It was just built not too long ago. I think it was like two, three years ago. So it was a very nice uh, room, but you know, when you're sick, you don't really care what the room looks like. You know, it's just thinking Mm -hmm. that I have to get out of here, alive. Yeah.
4: Yeah. Mm -hmm.
3: Yeah. That ward was, I think they turned it into a COVID ward. So every room had one COVID patient in each room. It's very isolated, you know, Mm -hmm. it's very safe because they even have the reverse uh, air if with us we call it the air conditioning which yeah. the air goes yeah, inside yeah. and yeah. that room is the opposite it sucks the air out mm. so, it's oh. the so it doesn't the air the air that's coming out from that room is not circulated within the building it uh-huh. has a separate uh air vent that goes yeah. through, like, somewhere mm. is that yeah. the
2: hospital where you're working
3: no no i work in the other side of town it is a very old hospital where i work it's probably the very first hospital that was built here in vegas when it first became a city it's not where i uh, i work because uh, first of all i didn't want to be admitted
4: there <laughs> <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs>
3: <laughs> because that's where I got sick mm-hmm. in the first place. In the beginning, that's where I got my COVID. So when the ambulance pick you up, as you already know, they'll take you to the nearest hospital. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
2: That was after six days when you were at home, quarantined. That
3: was after six days where, where I thought, oh, no, I'm going to get rid of this in uh, in a matter of week. I'll be better, you know, but it didn't do that. It just turned into uh, what I wasn't expecting. Yes. Mm-hmm. So how long were you in the hospital for? I was in the hospital for seven
1: days.
4: Oh, seven days. No?
1: So, it's seven really days. yung 14-day ano talaga
3: ng COVID ang importante hmm. malagpasan, ano? Oo. Yung 14 days, that's accurate. They gave hmm. them 14 days for from the time you get it, yep. from the time the symptoms appear, and from the time it's full-blown. And some people, the mild ones that don't really get very sick, in after 14 days they start to get better after 14 it's like 14 day isolation yes yes that is very crucial the 14 days mm-hmm. how do you
2: think did you get the virus
3: i got it from work i had covid patients you know i was working directly with covid patients
2: and frontliner, a frontliner. No?
3: yeah in the beginning you know when the covid 19 first came out first day, the first outbreak there was a shortage of ppe's so we weren't really very well protected here in the U.S., as everyone in the whole world know mm-hmm. that we, we have the worst situation right now. We thought the N95s were not even circulated oh. where I used to work. They were precious commodities. Yes, yes that's why expensive, is, isn't it? Yeah. yeah, so that's when a lot of nurses got mm-hmm. infected. As a matter of fact, in my ward at that time, uh, within the period of that week when I got sick, there were seven of us, mm-hmm. two of us got it really bad, mm-hmm. and uh, the rest of them just stayed home you know isolated, quarantined themselves at home and they they got better after that
4: mm-hmm.
3: but the, me and my other coworker got it seriously bad mm-hmm. but you are uh... Totally healthy. Wala ka namang asthma or
1: anything na kapag complicate on sa
3: COVID. Do you think? Wala naman. I am a very healthy person. I do not have any uh, major health problems. Okay. Because I was just thinking, yeah. yung bang naha hospitalized because they
1: are not in you know good health or it's really yeah, you cannot tell. Oh, um... It's different for everyone.
3: Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah, it's different for everyone because, um, yeah, in in the beginning they said that, which is true, you know, the people with health issues, they're the ones that really uh, are at a higher risk. Mm -hmm. But now as the COVID is emerging on the younger people, the healthy, the active, the ones that don't have any problems... are getting it bad too. So I think it's the strain. It depends on the strain of the virus that gets to you. Mm. Yeah. Some people, they don't get it uh, as bad as others. Mm. Mm. One of my co-workers that I have worked with for a long time just passed away three days ago. Oh, Oh. sorry to Yeah. Yeah. So Mm. uh, she's the first death in my work and hopefully she's the last one. It's like a invisible disaster that penetrated our earth and it's yeah. affecting everyone, mm-hmm. every single person. It's not only physical, but emotional, mental, economic, e- yeah, yeah, yeah. every, yeah, every, yes. everything. everything in fact, talaga. Mm-hmm. Yeah, everything. So... It's not something that you could lightly take. It's not just a flu like some of the famous people say it. Yes, here. Yes,
1: yes. Right. It's <laughs> a mistake. you oh, know, oh. myth that we need to take from our thoughts. Mm-hmm. And thank you for that confirming. Because I always think, nah, I'm healthy. You know, we should be complacent because mm-hmm. you think if you're healthy enough, you can you're overcome okay. it. Mm-hmm. You know, how to do everything to prevent being, you know, being a frontliner oh. and mm. having True. that, you know, uh, very strong willpower, mm. but still uh-huh. didn't um, stop it from. The mind
3: is very strong to fight it, but your yeah. body—they don't work together. That's right. Uh, <laughs> I think you're a very
2: strong woman. Mm. very strong, and you have a very good network of family and friends. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay, uh,
1: so during yeah. the time I have uh, a very well, like, um, interaction physically with the outside world so did you just do it on you know through your phone your social media how did you yeah. you know uh, Get oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. people
3: yeah for the most part my family when I first isolated myself it was all on through uh, texting FaceTime mm-hmm. you know messaging and the uh, I have a very strong family support because every day uh, they text me or Mm -hmm. they send me a FaceTime saying, I love you, mom. You Mm -hmm. know, they they tell me you're going to get through this. You know, we're here. Mm -hmm. And I have a a group of friends that I know were also praying for me. And that was my powerhouse. And I believe that the more people that pray for you, Mm -hmm. the stronger, uh, you know, Mm -hmm. the power Gets to mm-hmm. you. I agree, and uh, yeah. I'm very lucky to have uh, that that sort of support, family and friends mm-hmm. that cared a lot.
2: Your kids are very yeah. loving. The four boys and mm-hmm. one girl. I remember them very close. They're very <laughs> close family. Uh-huh.
3: Yeah, they are. They are very loving. They visited me in the hospital, although they know they couldn't come in. They just stayed in the parking lot. They would call in the nurse's station and say, you know, that we are down here in the parking lot. Can you please help my mom over to the window so yes. we can see her? And, yes. and and they did that. You know, they came into my room and uh, helped me out to the window. That way I can see my kids because my room was, right facing the parking lot of the hospital. So I can. it was just... That kind of thing, you know, they mm. see you up there and you're just waving your hand, mm. and you see them down there at the parking lot. And I it, it's can't <laughs> like, is this how it's gonna be? Like I said, it's uncertain. It's this COVID is full of uncertainty yes. in life.
2: Yes, it is real and it's still there.
3: Mm-hmm. Oh, <laughs> yeah.
2: Eunice, for a last question, maybe mm-hmm. what can you impart to all our listeners out there? About the coronavirus or especially sa mga pasaway kasi ang dami pa pasaway. <laughs> yeah, very, you know, totally
3: mas, uh, safety
2: I'm and security. Not,
3: yes. yeah, what
2: can you <laughs> import to them?
3: Honestly, a lot of people doesn't really know all the way. They claim that, oh, we, we know what coronavirus does and what mm-hmm. it does to you. But one person doesn't really know how it is unless you get affected by yeah. it. Although I'm not wishing it for anyone. Yeah. Because I'm I'm just praying that this whole thing will be over. But mm-hmm. just wear a mask. It doesn't take any effort to wear a mask, especially when you go out there and be around other people. Mm-hmm. Just put that mask so, on. And if you care about yourself, if you care about your family, mm-hmm. and if you care about others, there's the only way you can uh, uh, show that. You want to help out the community because Mm -hmm. we. I believe that we are all responsible in eradicating this problem. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. If we don't cooperate with each other and if we don't do us the right thing, then Mm -hmm. it may stay here for a long time. Mm -hmm. Exactly. You know, social distancing. You know, uh, staying home. Stay home. Yes, Mm -hmm. staying home is the Mm -hmm. safest and the best way to uh, minimize transmission because it's understandable if you need to go out and do mm. things for yourself mm. but if you don't have to i mean if you just want to go out there because you're tired you're bored hmm, mm. you need something to do i mean uh it's not a good idea so all I those basic things self. that a little bit of sacrifice actually it's not for me because i've been through the worst it's not mm. even a sacrifice staying home because that's your home i mean where <laughs> else can you find the home it's, it's very simple. There's really nothing complicated about behaving towards this uh, whole situation. And uh, prayer, we all uh, should ask for divine intervention because divine intervention, divine healing, that's the key to this thing because we'll never know, even the most intelligent human being cannot find the cure. So mm-hmm. I think it's all up to him to lay it down for everyone.
1: Thank you very much for that very enlightening experience, first hand experience.
2: experience. Where where
3: else can we get that?
2: We cannot thank you enough.
1: (laughs) Thank
3: you. Oh, please. It's it's (laughs) my pleasure. You know, this thing is everybody's issue. So it's not an embarrassing thing to talk about it because Mm -hmm. it's uh, when we talk about it, it's also raising awareness. Awareness, Mm -hmm. that's right. Yeah. Because like you said, maraming pasaway, yes. maraming tulo, uh, mm. lalo na dito sa amin. Everything, mm. is, everything is political. So it's just a matter of uh, how you perceive the yes. problem. Yeah. yeah and that's it i think yeah we have
1: just to follow whatever whatever you told us mm-hmm. follow the rules and yeah. as we know yeah. it's obedience that actually saved noah mm-hmm. wasn't it yes it's real.
3: yes that's so true yeah that's
1: it so mm-hmm. same thing with us we yeah. need to follow if we need to stay home, yes, stay, stay home. home. Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah. Well, hopefully there will be more like you, you Eunice, to share their experiences. Yes. Kasi yun ang kailangan natin, eh. first-hand experiences, mm-hmm. to share your, Para na nga, yung sinabi mo kanina, to awaken the awareness mm-hmm. of uh, lahat ng tao, no? So,
3: yeah. Thank
2: yeah. you so much for your time. Thank, Thank you, you for staying late at night uh, yeah.
3: Oh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's a pleasure. Thank, Thank you so for inviting much. me. It's really a pleasure. Mm-hmm. Yes, it was like a pleasure. To meet
2: anyone.
3: Yes. Starting, uh,
2: <laughs> radio. Because this will be heard oh. Of the world.
3: <laughs> oh yeah, I would like to say yeah. hi to um, everyone, especially all my friends there in Australia. Hope hi. you guys stay yeah. safe and healthy all the time. Yes. Oh, by the way, I forgot, uh, I forgot
2: to tell uh, Nonik that you were in Australia with Primo last year.
3: Oh, late last Did, year. Uh, as a matter of fact, March. March. March last we made
4: it
1: home to the one kid. year before. Yeah, yeah. March. March one year. We made what, it last year. No, this year. No, 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 this year. This year,
4: this
3: year. This year. We made it home to the US. You know oh, we were God. we were very fortunate because we made it home to the US just in the brink of all this madness. Oh, yeah. 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 Cool. yeah.
1: It was oh, it was just scary.
3: a it was a matter of days. But the thing sa to say US Ayun na lockdown na down? So
4: uh-oh. we got
3: it <laughs> it, was, it was
4: scary
1: to be back. I think we call the orders maybe yeah, after, after after March, March
2: Mid April or something? Mm-hmm. Yeah.
3: Oh. Okay. Okay, you
2: yeah. can yeah. shout out of <laughs> <laughs> really to your family friends. All my friends
3: in Australia. It, in the Philippines, yes. in America, and all over the world, I, you know, you're my friend. If I mention the country where you are, <laughs> those are the only things I can think of right now. Yes.
4: Shout yeah, out to so your stay grandkids. Stay
3: safe. And my grandkids, yeah, yes. they're. I can hear them. They're still screaming downstairs. Hello, so <laughs> <A little> grandkids. <laughs> yes. Yeah, and and to all my my friends who stayed with me all the way when I was sick Mm -hmm. that never left my side, you know, even if uh, I wasn't getting their messages because I wasn't on my phone for a while, Mm -hmm. but I got your messages when I got stronger and I was able to hold my phone to my face. So all your messages I received and thank you very much. Mm -hmm. Thank you very much.
2: Yeah. Thank you so much, Eunice. Thank
3: you very much, Eunice. It's a
2: pleasure having you.
3: Yes. Okay. And when all the borders right.
1: are open, come and visit yes, us Yes, come
2: again. and visit us.
3: <laughs> you know, we love Australia. We do. <laughs> My husband and I are coming back when all this madness is over. Yes. <laughs> You're welcome
2: to come to Adelaide. I told you that before. Yes.
3: Yes. That's my next destination is Adelaide. Okay. Thank you All so much, right. Thank you very much, Eunice. Thank you. Interest. Good
1: night. Anytime. Bye.
2: Las Vegas. Okay.
1: Bye.
2: Vegas. Hello to your family. Bye-bye.
1: So, napakinggan natin ang personal account ng isang frontliner. Shout out sa lahat ng frontliners tulad ni Eunice. We are sure na tulad namin ni Tropang Jim, you got something positive out of this interview especially that this crisis is not over, not over by a very long
2: shot. Tama ka dyan, Tropang Lonik. Let's accept that we don't have control over the situation. These are my thoughts, Tropang Lonik. Sa bawat buhay, sa mundong ating kinagagalawan, tayo ay nakakaranas ng iba't ibang challenges o pagsubok na hindi maiiwasan. Mga challenges na gawa ng tao o dala ng kalikasan. At mga challenges nayan ang nagiging daan para ma-realize natin kung gaano tayo katatag, katapang o hanggang saan ang ating kakayahang harapin ang mga pagsubok na kinahaharap natin.
1: Yes, Trofang Jim. At lahat tayo ay may iba ibang paraan sa pagharap sa mga pagsubok. At isa sa paraan nating mga Pinoy ay ang humor o mga kwentong katatawanan. Sabi nga nung COVID, bahay namin na age care worker, tumawag daw siya sa work at sinabi niya work from home siya. Kaya pinadala daw niya ang instruction sa mga residents on what to do. Oh, 'di ba? May tama naman siya, 'di ba?
2: <laughs> tama 'yon.
1: Tawang Jim, ba bang COVID joke diyan?
2: <laughs> <laughs> Nakutrow pang nonic. Pinoy humor is one thing. Ki- Anyone can almost certainly make you fall with Filipinos. And one trait that is associated closely to being a Filipino, aside from being positive, maraming naglabasan na mga COVID-19 parody songs. As Pinoy's, we always get through crisis like this time by turning to our favorite stress reliever, sharing jokes. Gaya na lang ang announcement ng mga akat bahay gang members sa Pilipinas. Uh-huh. Sabi daw ng boss nila, to all Akyat Bahay members, suspendido muna ang ating mga operasyon sa kadahilanang nasa bahay lahat ang mga may-ari.
1: Oh, maganda na Lahat ng tao ay nasa bahay para tanggapin nila ang kanilang ang mga orders ng delivery, yung mga online orders nila from lasada at eBay
2: at sa ready,
4: ready to receive.
2: <laughs> That's right, pero without the intention of fostering insensitivity, Filipinos are spreading a bit of fun during this time of panic and alarm. Kaya nung unpisa ng implement ng work from home scheme in accordance with the enhanced community quarantine, may mga naglabasan na mga jokes. Uh-huh. Paano daw ba pag ang trabaho mo e embalmer or embalsamador? Paano mo iuyi ng trabaho mo? <laughs> Lalo,
1: yeah. Siguro naman, hindi lahat pwede mag-work from home. Ano? Nakakatakot siguro yung pag-work from home dyan Pero, alam mo, we are very, very lucky to have this great trait. We always find the positives even in times of adversity. At hindi ba, ang daming global um, articles saying that we Filipinos are very resilient we can just get up and move
2: on with our lives. Totoyan Tropanonic. Life is a gift, and life changes quickly. We can be happy one day, empty and broken the next. If we learn anything from this pandemic, I hope it is to value the moments and treasure the memories, hold unto what counts. Make time each day to realize how fleeting life is and to thank God for each blessings. Maybe this pandemic will teach us to slow down, appreciate what we have, and quickly it can be gone. And that, I pray it will.
1: Yes, we pray it will. And let's not forget about the positives that this pandemic has brought us. Ito na lang opportunity for us to slow down, enjoy the comforts of our own homes. And for those who live alone, I know they cannot say that they are spending quality time with their family but there is that time for them to connect through phone or video calls and this we can do now for yeah. everyone around the globe hindi ba hindi katulad date na distance is limiting us and i actually even wish That's that right. even when we are back to normal that we can get a week or two in a year na downtime so that we can give ourselves and nature the break that we need Para tayo that ay detoxify regularly.
2: That was well said, Tropang Nonik. During this time of isolation, as we close our doors, may we continue to keep our hearts open to our families, friends, local and global communities. Uh-huh. And in the midst of fear, anxiety and uncertainty, that surround us all, perhaps all these can serve as a way of drawing us closer to Him, our Lord God.
1: Yes, Tropang Jim. And before we end this afternoon's program, we'd like to say a prayer. So please, sabayan niyo po kami as we say, Teach us, O God of love, to learn how to love each other and care for all at this time when we need to distance ourselves from each other. Be with us as we isolate ourselves and learn the discipline of not crowding into each other's lives and spreading the disease. Teach us to savor this time of isolation as a gift to grow in ourselves.
2: Teach us to be alone without feeling lonely. May we use this time to reach into our hearts and discover those corners of love and service to each other and to God. Teach us patience and obedience dear God grant us your wisdom and grace as we turn to you you are our hope and strength O Lord amen
4: amen
1: so let's all look after one another and pray for each
4: other.
5: Kung Diyos Sana Pagmamahal mo Sa mundo'y Bumuhos Salamat sa Pag-ibig Na nasa puso ko. Salamat sa buhay
1: sa inyong pakikinig, patuloy po nating suportahan ang Radio Filipino, And tell your friends and family about it. Pakishare po ang ating links. Ang ating pong schedule on air ay tuwing Webes, Halo-Halo special, 12.30 to 1.30 ng hapon, araw ng linggo, Radio Filipino Linggo, 8.30 to 9 ng umaga at tuwing Biyernes, Parcara Radio, 9 to 9.30 ng gabi.
2: Hanggang sa muli, mga katropa, ito po ang inyong tropang Pinoy, Jim Sagusio.
1: Ito naman po ang inyong tropang Pinay, Nonique Fajardo.
2: Kami po ay pansamantalang nagpapaalam, kita-kita tayong muli, mga katropa, sa September 20, Linggo 8.30 ng umaga. Have a lovely afternoon, everyone.
6: Seek my face, and humble themselves, and turn from their wicked ways. I will hear from heaven, and forgive their sins. I will hear from heaven, Your mercy, forgive.